Habakkuk chapter number 1, verses 1 down to verses number 4. The burden which Habakkuk the prophet did see. O Lord, how long shall I cry, and thou wilt not hear? Even cry out unto thee of violence, thou wilt not save. Why dost thou show me iniquity, and cause me to behold grievance? For spoiling and violence are before me, and there are that raise up strife and contention. Therefore, the law is slacked, and judgment doth not never go forth. For the wicked doth compass about the righteous, therefore wrong judgment proceedeth. Now, if that's not where we're living at right now, you tell me, amen. But I want to preach this message, uh, uh, this thought that God has laid upon our hearts today on when you don't understand, like Habakkuk, when you don't understand. Father, we thank you, Lord, for uh, this Memorial Day weekend. We thank you for our veterans. Father, Lord, we thank you for our men. Many have gave their life for this country, God. And we thank you, Lord, that we still have our freedom of worship today. We can stand before a group of people and share what does saith the Lord. But we thank you for the greatest warrior of all that stood between heaven and earth and hung on an old rugged cross to give us freedom. And we can have freedom, Father Lord, today. Father Lord, we're free from the bondage of sin. And one day we'll go to heaven because of him. And I pray, Lord, you might deal with hearts. There'll be somebody here today that's not saved, Father. Save them. We pray for Jesus' sake, for it's everlasting too late. Father, have your will and way in our services today. We love you and praise you. In Jesus' name and for his sake that we do pray. Amen. Amen. And I'll be seated this morning. When you don't understand, Habakkuk wrote this book on the eve of the 70-year captivity. The country was about gone, and Habakkuk is bewildered and questions God. He begins to question God, and all of us can admit to that today. We've all questioned God sometime in our life about certain things that happen in our life. But I'm going to preach a little while this morning on when you don't understand. Now the first thing I see in these scriptures is number one, we see perplexity. Perplexity in these four verses. There is perplexity. Now that word perplexity means disturbance from doubt and confusion. A lot of doubt and confusion going on in Habakkuk's life during this time. Under this perplexity, we see violence is going on. Violence is going on. Is there not violence going on in the land today? Violence is going on. Uh, he says in verse number 2, because of the violence, he says, uh, the, uh, he says uh, thee of violence and thou will not save. He says in verses number 2, he says, Because I see violence on every hand, but it's like thou will not save. And then he says in verses number 3, he talks about the iniquity that God is allowing him to see, amen, during his lifetime. And he says in verse number 3, Cause me to behold grievance. All kind of sins are all around us, amen. There's sin on every hand in the time that we're living in. Then he talks about the spoiling in verses number 3. The spoiling, amen. The spoiling of the nation. The spoiling of the home. And we see today the spoiling of the churches. Seems like everything seems to be rotting away. And then he talks about strife. 
and contention also in verse number three. We've got hatred on every hand, so like everybody hates everybody. We got wars, amen, that just seems to escalate out of nothing, murders on every hand. And then he said in verse number four, he said, The law is slack. You got preachers that are quitting, you got churches not standing for nothing anymore, and you got Christians that have stopped living for God. Now we find judgment doth never go forth. He says in verse number four, he said, The wicked go unpunished. While it seems like the righteous are suffering. And then he said the wicked doth compass about the righteous. In verse number 4. The wicked are gaining Lord. False religions are flourishing on every hand. While the church seems to be losing its members. But it's like the false prophets have them by the bucket loads. They stand and hear a man that don't even use a Bible. That tells them how good they are. And they'll flock him. But they won't even walk through the door to hear the truth. Oh, perplexity is on every hand like it was in Habakkuk's time. And it means a disturbance from doubt and confusion. And this generation's in doubt. And this generation is confused like they've never been before. A lot of them don't even know how to get to heaven. Hey, man. Hey, but it's, a, it's a shame to live in this country and don't even know how to get to heaven. Hey, man. But that's the time we're living in. Perplexity is on every hand. But then he moves on to talk about performance. Performance. In chapter number 2 and verse number 4, we find this. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him. But the just shall live by his faith. Performance. Let me say this, church, today. Playing time is over. <laughs> Playing time is over. Those people play church for many years. But let me say this. Playing time is over. The curtains are getting ready to close. Amen. Let me say this. Studying time is over. It's a time for testing. Boot camp is over. You better get ready for the battle because it's coming. Amen. Get ready to contend for your faith. We see their performance. Playing time is over. Let me say this. Prophecy is being fulfilled. We're going to have to live by the faith that we claim that we have. Now, I want to show you a few things when God was laying this on my heart. I want to show you a few things in the Bible. Uh, we're going to show you how you live by faith. But we're going to give you a question that God gives in the Word of God to watch to happen and give you the answer to that question. We're going to start off in 1 Timothy chapter number 4. 1 Timothy, if you're following me in the Bible this morning. 1 Timothy chapter number 4. And we're going to look at verse number 1. A lot of these I highlighted in my Bible so I could just go right on over to them. 1 Timothy chapter number 4 and verse number 1. Many familiar scripture. It says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. We are living in that age right now. Now, preacher, I want to know what's the answer to what is happening right now. The answer is found in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse number 16. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them. For in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. He says continue in the doctrine. Amen. Continue in that which is right. Regardless of what's happening today. Anything new that's coming up. They got gimmicks for everything. They say this will get.
get their attention. If this don't get their attention, nothing will. They have Moses and the prophets. They'll hear them. Or God said they won't be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. Amen. Now look in 2 Timothy chapter number 4. 2 Timothy chapter number 4. A question and an answer. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heat to themselves teachers having itching ears. Amen. Teachers having itching ears. Now, preacher, what is the, what is the answer to that question? Look in 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse number 5. But watch thou in all things. Endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of thy ministry. He said regardless of what they do and regardless of how they change things, he says you remember one thing. You watch thou in all things. Keep your eyes on who? The Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ. All right, let's go back now to 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy, now we're still talking about performance. Performance. Plan is over and prophecy is being fulfilled. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. So we find here in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses number 1 through 5, we, but we have the answer. To this in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 13 through 15 is your answer. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned, and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. That from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise in the salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. He tells them the answer to this falling away, the answer to these perilous times. He said the answer is this, continue in the things which thou hast learned. Stay in the scriptures, stay in the book, and regardless of what you're going through, Christ will bring you through, amen. Amen, you don't have to waver. Performance, prophecy is being fulfilled. Now look, go over to 2 Peter. 2 Peter, chapter number 3. 2 Peter, chapter number 3. And verse number 3. 2 Peter, chapter number 3. Verse number 3, prophecy is being fulfilled. Knowing this first. That there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lust. Scoffing, making mockery on the second coming and the Son of God which is yet to come. 
Well, preacher, what is the answer when they do this? Your answer is found in verse 17 and verse number 18. God don't never give you a negative without giving you a positive. Amen. Look at verse 17, verse 18 of that same chapter. Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before, beware lest you also being led away with the error of the wicked fall from your own steadfastness, but grow in grace. And in the knowledge of your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. He says, hey, ye therefore, beloved, seeing that you know these things are going to happen. He said, beware of them. Amen. He said, lest you fall into the error of the wicked. Don't do what the wicked does. Amen. Don't look at their lifestyle. They might have religion, but that don't mean they got salvation. Amen. Don't look at them. Well, it's all right to go, amen, two times a week. I've done God a favor, but there's got to be time for me. No, you're living in that generation that I just preached about, amen. You love pleasure more than God. Amen. Amen. Got to have a little time for me. A little bit of me time. Come on now. It's all about me. No, it's all about him. Amen. Amen. Got one more I want to give you here. In Matthew chapter number 24, Jesus is giving prophecy. Matthew chapter number 24. Matthew chapter number 24. And he, prophes he prophesies about things that are to come. Matthew 24, 5. For many shall come in my name saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Then he talks about the bad conditions. Ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Nations shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. Then he talks about them being hated for his name's sake basically talking to Israel, but if you serve God, they're going to hate you too, amen. <laughs> amen. He says the love of many shall wax cold, but then he gives a remedy here. Look in verse number 42, Matthew chapter 24 and verse 42. Watch therefore, he says watch. How many times does he tell us to watch? Watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. Verse 44, therefore be ye also ready. For in such hours you think not the Son of Man cometh. He said, watch, these things must come to pass. But he said, even though they come to pass, he says, be ye also ready. Because you never know when your Lord's going to come. Prophecy is being fulfilled before our eyes. And I ask you this morning, are you ready to go? Are you ready to meet the King? Amen. But be getting ready because you're going to meet the King. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we see the performance. Amen. The just shall live by his faith. We see the perplexity in chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. But number 3, now we see the promise. We see the promise. Now let me say this. Though sin's penalty is sometimes delayed, it will come. <laughs> sometimes sin's penalty is delayed, but let me say this. It will come. One day, amen, God has promised judgment is coming. It's coming for the sinner. And it's also coming for the saint. Amen. One day, folks, judgment is coming. But the heathen, let me say this, the heathen will not always mock God. Re let me say this, religion will not always mock God. <laughs> Amen. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. 
Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. Religion's not always going to mock God. Let me say this. Unfairness will not always be here. It seems like things just are not fair right now. But let me say this. It ain't always going to be here. Sin's penalty is inevitable. The question is, what shall we do until the answer comes? See, God gives answers in the Word of God, but what are we going to do in the generation we're living in and what we're facing and what we're seeing? What are we going to do, amen? It's going to take some prayer. It's going to take some prayer. Faith in God will lead to an answer to our perplexities like Habakkuk was going through. And that answer is this. The answer is God Himself. It's found in the book of Habakkuk. Look in chapter 3 and verses number 17. Habakkuk chapter 3 and verses number 17. When it looks like nothing's going to work out for you. When it looks like everything's getting worse than better. When it looks like everything's getting heavier instead of getting lighter. Instead, getting an understanding of what's going on, it seems like you're getting more confused. Listen to what the Bible says in Habakkuk 3.17. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines. The labor of the olives shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold. And there shall be no herd in the stalls. Look at verse 18. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Amen. He's dealing with circumstances now. This joy implies knowledge. To know him is to love him. To love him is to rejoice in him. Preacher, what do you think? I know one thing. I know where he'll be. Where's he going to be at, preacher? He says, I'll never leave thee. I'll never forsake thee. <laughs> Listen to this, number two. I know what he'll do. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. But number three, I know what he'll say. Hebrews 6, 18 says there's two immutable things. And the Bible says one of them is this. It is impossible for God to lie. God has said it in his word, and you can bank on God. Amen. God will be with you. He'll bring you through everything you see right now. Amen. The church will go right through if you keep your eyes on Jesus Christ. If you don't, you'll fall by the wayside with the rest of the crowd, amen. And you'll go the way of the world. Now, I don't know about you. We do a lot of talking. And it was mentioned in Sunday school this morning about, well, you know, it's going to come to a point where, you know, you're going to have to make a decision or you can't use this Bible or you might can't pray here or you can't do this because of the, of the government. Now, let me tell you this. God saved me 30 years ago, and me serving God is like a fish swimming in the water. I don't change what comes natural to me. Government ain't going to change what comes natural to me. Me serving God is like a fish swimming in water. I automatically read. I automatically study. I automatically come to church. And the government don't change that for me. Why? It comes natural. Amen. Now, it ain't natural for them because they don't know God. Amen. But we that know God, it comes natural. Amen. Now, we find here this joy. This is the joy of salvation. He says, I will joy in the God of my salvation. 
Now we find the Israelites in Exodus 5 and verse number 1, they struck up the song of salvation when God delivered them out of hand of Pharaoh. Jonah sang a song, amen. He sung a song, amen. Salvation is of the Lord in the belly of the well. One is a salvation from hell. The other is a salvation from daily conflict. But the point is this. We may never see another day of deliverance, but we can rejoice over what God has done. Amen. I don't know. I'd like to see some revival break out. But if revival don't break out, he's done done enough for me. If he don't ever ask for another one of my prayers, he don't have to. He's answered a, in 30 years, honey, he's answered a bunch of them. He ain't got to never ask for another one for me for me to serve him, amen. He ain't got to prove nothing else to me for me to serve him, amen. I'm locked in. And when you're locked in, hey, listen to me, I'm on automatic pilot. I just go, amen. He ain't got to do something for me or show me something. He's done showed me enough, amen. I know he's God. I know what he can do. I know he saves sinners. And I know there's a heaven and there's a hell. I'm on automatic pilot. I'll serve God regardless of the circumstances. The government don't faze me. I care less about it. Amen. I just put up with it because I live here. But I'm an automatic pilot. They ain't shutting me down. Amen. Circumstances ain't shutting me down. If he don't never answer another prayer for me, he don't have to. He ain't got to prove nothing to me. I know who he is. Amen. Proof's in the pudding, honey. Amen. Amen. Proof is in the pudding. The joy and the joy of salvation. But then there's the joy of anticipation. The joy of anticipation. In closing, Habakkuk chapter 3, verse number 19. The Lord is my strength. He will make my feet like hind's feet. He will make me to walk upon my high places. To the chief singer on my stringed instruments. Amen. Johnny, those your stringed instruments, brother. Amen. Man asked me the other day, I said, won't you come to the revival visit? He said, do y'all preach predestination and election? I said, are you a primitive Baptist? He said, yeah, there ain't no other kind, is there? He said, you know, there's people going to hell and you can't do nothing about it. I said, what are you talking about? He said, the Bible says God hated Esau. He said, there's people God hates and they're going to hell and they can't do nothing about it. He said, I don't think so. When God said he hated Esau, he hated his sin. That's right. Just read what your Bible says. Whosoever will, let him come. And God, there's people that, I mean, they're just crying out. God hates them and they're going to hell. The Bible says, for God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And you tell me that there's people that God hates and they're going to hell. Amen. God loves the world. But he hates their sin. Watch, folks. Watch. He said, watch thou. Continue on. He said, I guarantee you, after my conversation from now, when you get up in there, you'll preach it right. You see the way I'm preaching it, don't you? <laughs> Continue thou in all things. And the things that thou hast learned. Don't let no man shake you. Amen. Don't let no man shake you. Amen. The joy of anticipation. The Christian life is the only one of happiness. Not only happiness, but progress. Progress. Now he says hind's feet. These are deer's feet. These feet are made not only to rest on the rocks, but to cling to the rocks. You ever seen a deer? Yeah, yeah, many of y'all have. Oh, yeah. You've been going down the road, and, and Brother Mike, there's that hill that's like right there. So there ain't no way I can. That deer, honey, 
he'll claw down and he starts climbing. He's gone, son. He said, I, he said, you'll make my feet like deer's feet. These feet are made not only to rest on the rocks, but listen to this, cling to the rocks. The deer used them to climb the high places so they can escape the enemy. The deer, the, the deer used them to cling. Sometimes they get as high as they can get and just cling to the rock. Sometimes the storms of life, Christians, they're going to get rough. We can't climb any higher. Lord, I've gone as high as I can go. But they'll never get so rough, you can't cling to the rock. <laughs> you might get tired sometimes. You might get overwhelmed sometimes. Lord, I just can't climb any higher. I've gone as high as I can go. God said, just cling to the rock, amen. And I'll bring you through the storm, amen. What you need to do, honey, is cling to the rock this morning. Just cling to the rock. When there's times you don't believe and you don't understand what's going on, you just cling to the rock. Amen. We must believe till God comes through. And if God does not come through, we must still believe. Amen. Folks, I don't know about y'all. He ain't got to prove nothing to me. I didn't see what he can do. He don't have to prove nothing to me. I serve him because I love him. I serve him because he first loved me. Amen. And I say, hey, hey. And there's nothing there. I don't, he, he don't have to do it. Now, Lord, if you do this here, i try to move up another notch for you. No, he ain't got to do nothing else. He's been good to me. Amen. My little mansion sits right back there. Are you going see a little mansion? I'll leave That's a mansion to me. Why? Because God blessed us with it. God blessed us with it. Amen. Thank God for it. Thank God for this church. Thank God for him, him being in our midst, amen, that when we come together, amen, that he is here. But he's here because he wants us to live right, do right. Amen. If we do that, amen, he'll bless us like he's never blessed before, amen. But he's still God. In 2014, in Obamanomics, he's still God, amen. <laughs> amen. Amen. Preacher, what do you think about Obama? I pray for that man every day. Well, God did do something. We had presidents in the past. I just took them for granted. But boy, when this one got in there, I learned how to pray for the president. Amen. I learned to pray for the president. Amen. So God can do things in our lives to let us see, hey, boy, you need to be praying. Amen. But I ask you, we've all been there. Well, I don't understand why this is happening. I don't understand why we want to do that. I just don't understand. And you look around you, and it's like, you can cut on your TV and you can look at multitudes. They six, eight, ten thousand people will come together, and that man that's preaching it or teaching it to them is not biblical. And they'll flock that man. And then you strain a little independent Baptist church just to get people in to try to hear the truth that you can mold them and make them like Christ. And Habakkuk got to see in that study. He said, "This ain't right." He said, "Where's the law?" He said, "Where's judgment?" And all that, he said, look what's going on. He said, I just don't understand. So we all get to points in our lives we don't understand. But regardless of what he's doing, we don't understand it. You always remember one thing, he's still God. And, and let me say this. According to his calendar, everything's right on time. <laughs> Amen, God. Yeah, everything's right on schedule. But Lord, we're suffering out here, God. You know what's going on. Oh, yeah, but everything's right on schedule. Everything is right on schedule. Thank you for listening to the In Spirit and In Truth podcast. Hope this message was a blessing to you all. Tune in next week to hear God's word. Until next time, Pastor Locklear.